All right, welcome back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're so very glad that you're, you've joined us today. Uh, we're broadcasting live from Trinity High School in the Diocese of Bismarck, North Dakota. We're here in the Fisher Commons area. We have the portable studio set up. Uh, thank you, Trinity High School and Junior High Administration faculty and staff for uh, allowing us to come in. Thank you, Father Holcalter. I'm here with uh, Father Craig Holcalter. He's our co-host today. My name is Mike Kidrowski. And what a what a show we've had thus far. And uh, it's even just going to get better. Only going to get better. All right. Well, folks, we have in the house, we have James and Leona Oderman. Uh, I've known them both for most of my life, and uh, we've had a friendship that's gone on for, gee, I don't know, if, uh, seems like 100 years, but maybe not that long. But uh, James and Leona, thank you for making the drive in from Billings County and uh, from your ranch uh, north of uh, Belfield, North Dakota. And uh, you have uh, been stalwarts of our Catholic community in so many ways. And uh, so thank you for joining us. And... Uh, uh, I know that you are. Uh, I know you well enough that know that you are humble servants of uh, our Lord and uh, uh, hard to talk about yourself. But can you give you us just, do it. just a little bit about yourself? Make sure we do it successful. Okay, <laughs> talk about yourselves. Yeah, just, <laughs> you know, I, people I, will enjoy. You, you know, I, I could give the it's history of both of you, but uh, Leona, welcome to the show. Thank you for doing this. Thank you, Mike. It's yeah. nice to be here. Yeah, welcome. Uh, Leona, can you tell us, uh, you went to, you were a student at Trinity High School. Oh. And uh, you started, uh, you, you know, back when it first started. Yes, I was one of the first graduate graduate from the Trinity High School School yes. in 1965. Yes. I remember coming up here, thanks to Monsignor Auberly, when uh-huh. I was an eighth grader down at St. Joseph's. Uh-huh. At that time, all that was out here was wheat fields. There was nothing else. Wow. You know, we're talking about 60, 56 <laughs> years ago, something like that. That's right. Know, a little time ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when we were standing here as eighth graders, we just looked around going, this is going to be where we're going to wow. go to high school. Uh-huh. And it was that fall. Uh-huh. And so this was, this is uh, some great history, folks. Uh, James Oderman, uh, you were uh, an Abbey Cub from Richardson, North Dakota. You grew up uh, it, it, in the same spot that you are right now, right? Yes. Yeah, and north of Belfield on a ranch. And uh, you went to school in Richardson, some 50 miles away. And uh, you were a boarder there. You were an Abbey Cub. And the more I get to know more of the Abbey Cubs from that area, they are so faith-filled. They love their faith. Can you talk about your experience? Before I got to the Abbey, though, Mike, I'd like to just uh, kind of segue into New Radic, North Dakota. There you go. There's a many, many people there that are part of the Trinity system that oh, yeah. grew up and uh, went to school at St. Peter and Paul School in New Radic. Mm. And it's been a very, very positive experience there. I remember the school sisters of Notre Dame and, and boarding there for eight years. And then moving on to the Assumption Abbey in Richardson, and where I had the benefit of a Benedictine education. So it was really the best of both worlds from, from my perspective. Wow. And, and That's fantastic. Yeah, both school sisters and Benedictines. Mm-hmm. And then, so then how did you meet 
How did a Trinity Titan meet an Abbey Cub? I did not know it was Cubs. I did not know <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, Abbey Cub. We how met in a, college. How did a Cub and a Titan at Dickinson State? Right. Yes. And were they the Blue Hawks at that point? They weren't. No, no we way. were the savages. savages. Yes. I love that. This should be in a different radio station, so I don't want to get distracted by this. So let's get back. <laughs> Abby Cub and a Trinity Titan meet and become savages at Dickinson State. <laughs> but then what, what unfolded was, um, what, eight, eight, eight kids later Thanks. and decades. Uh, Mike mentioned before break, three generations of of yourselves, your kids, and now grandkids yes. going to the school and and back up to Mardi Gras, as Mike will say. But then you you got you encountered and you became leadership roles for the Mardi Gras in the eighties. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. Mike was a chairperson for the twenty fourth of Mardi Gras, and I was a 24th. chairperson with Leona for the twenty fifth of Mardi Gras. That is something. And I remember that uh, we had twenty five prizes given away uh, on the twenty fifth Mardi Gras. Oh, wow. And Steve Brennan was the superintendent at the time. Uh-huh. And one of the things that I remember about that, I remember uh, I was visiting with uh, Gaylene Warner. She was the one who was counting the money at mm-hmm. the point in time. And I said, hey, we've set a goal of X number of dollars that we want to reach. She said, you'll never do it. <laughs> well, I think we came within a couple of thousand dollars of reaching that goal. And what was so amazing about that was... Three days previous to that 25th Mardi Gras, the governor had called school off because it was so cold and there was a blizzard that was raging across <laughs> western North Dakota. And I think Mike remembers that better than I because uh, he was the past chairperson and he wasn't into the day-to-day hubbub about getting that taken care of. Oh, yeah, it was incredible. Governor Center at the time called off school two days previous to the Mardi Gras, and we were wondering, is there anybody going to show up to this? But the people came out in groves, in masses, because they were home with their kids, and they wanted to get out of they the house, so they, so they came to the Mardi Gras. So what a great story. Well, it was probably before you were born, Father Craig. Uh, it would have been two or three. This would have been what? What year was it? 88? Yeah. <laughs> I would have been playing midway games. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing that's so amazing about that is I remember you talk about a family connection here. I remember us meeting in the cafeteria at the time, and there was John Jankowski, who was the principal, and the other members of the committee. And, and it was cold, and we were trying to get the prizes up here. And I said to Leona, I said, hey. I, I got to go to this meeting. What can you do to help? She went downtown, got all of the prizes in the car, brought them up here, braved the cold, and uh, she had a couple of choice words for me. And she says, "Why didn't you take care of that a little earlier?" <laughs> I, I like radio because Leona's gestures right now would not be fitting for TV. So it's just the Catholic TV. That's why it's good as Catholic radio, right? <laughs> But thanks, it worked, thanks right? Thanks for uh, giving me away. Yeah, you're, yeah, you bet. But it yeah. worked, right? That, yes. And back to the Kudernes point of it being a family commitment, what was that like for your kids in, in the time you served? They must have loved it, knowing knowing a number of your kids and being very active. And They still do dishes. Isn't that something? Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, let me set this up a little bit better. The the uh, the Odermans are, are, have eight children, and they sent all eight children to... Catholic schools mm-hmm. carried on the tradition that their parents their parents started, and uh, so uh, you know you uh, live like thirty two miles away from this parking lot, and so you had to put on a few hundred thousand miles on about three cars. <laughs> well, we did that, Mike, but 
it, it was an investment in the future and an opportunity for these kids to be able to experience a faith-based education that provided critical thinking skills, that provided an opportunity to engage in living that faith by how they lived and what they saw with the people around them living. So that was really important. And, and in terms of the miles and the dollars, that's really secondary mm. because the important part is what is the future of the world? And that is the young people. And if we don't care for those people and provide them a solid base uh, in order to be able to go forward, we're going to really find ourselves in trouble in the world. You know, uh, I, James, I certainly appreciate that as a principal now of, of hearing that the value of Catholic education and uh, the blood, sweat, and tears. I just think it's interesting, though, that on top of that, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles and, and, and the dollars you spend and the time you spent, then you added on top of that this incredible responsibility to make the largest school fundraiser a success. You know, I think that's what's incredible. And, and, and 58 years later, I love that you said the numbers, 24th and 25th for you two. <laughs> and now we're at 58, you know, mm-hmm. come this weekend. The longevity. What do you think it is, Uttermans? I mean, I think that'd be, that's a fun question. What do you think it is that, why didn't this shut down at 30th? Why didn't this shut down at 40th? What, what makes the Mardi Gras, you know, what makes events like this go so strong? I think it has to do with the fact that everyone realizes how, is in, how important it is for this Catholic education system to keep on what it does for the budget. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a necessary funding mechanism. mechanism. Mm-hmm. And I think families just continue the tradition, the camaraderie, all the fun they have when they do work here. Uh, after Jim was done, he went into being a part of the auction and uh, there are stories that we could tell about that. And <laughs> look at Mike now when he when I'm saying that. Mike, why are you so red? <laughs> Is it hot in here? I'm very, I'm very comfortable. But it, it, it's a fun time. There's a lot of work, as the Quitterness said, miles and miles of work, weeks and weeks of it. But it's it's just like. Anything you do, if you play football or if you're in fine arts, you get this group of people who really want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of about relationships, too. And that is, the world is really about relationships. And you get to know somebody and you get to respect them, you get to know them better, and then you develop a kinship that carries on forever. And that's one of the things that I appreciated the most about that, because these people are now lifelong friends that will always be somebody that you could depend on if in need. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, uh, we have to take a break right now. Uh, don't go away. We'll be back with more uh, discussion with Jim and Leona Oderman. Don't go away. We'll be right back. on Wednesday, February 2nd for the 13th annual Know Your Faith competition as Catholic schools from Fargo, East Grand Forks, Minot, Bismarck, and Dickinson compete to find out which school really knows their faith. Live coverage from Shanley High School in Fargo begins at 11 a.m. Central plus streaming via Facebook Live and YouTube. The Know Your Faith competition broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network is sponsored by Lunseth Plumbing and Heating, Therapy Solutions, Production Service Agronomy, Fisher Industries, Flex Furniture and Appliances, Advanced Collision Center, and Outdoor Comfort Solutions. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. 
Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. This is Jean Varant, the principal at Marquette Catholic Elementary School in Virginia. I would like to just give a plug for Catholic education in our area. It's an environment where the values that you have and share with your family and children at home will be supported within the school. The prayers that you pray, the devotions that you participate in, the sacramental life, all these things are supported on a daily basis in the life of your student while they're at school. We really try to have a rigorous academic program and know that religion and a life of faith and virtue is a big, big, big part of our school life every day. I would encourage all families to consider a Catholic education for your children. There are many Catholic schools within the area of northern Minnesota and the Diocese of Duluth, and all of them will support your family values and the Catholic faith. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're glad that you carved out some time for us. Uh, uh, We're broadcasting live from Trinity High School in the Diocese of Bismarck, and we're uh, uh, sitting here with two stalwarts of the Catholic community in southwest North Dakota, uh, Jim and Leona Oderman. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with uh, co-host Father Craig Hochalter, the dean of of uh, Trinity High School and Junior High. Uh, well, Jim and Leona, this has been a delightful conversation, and uh, uh, we, let's continue a little bit about the uh, uh, tradition of Catholic schools in in your lives. And uh, one of the uh, names that surfaced during the break and uh, through our days leading up to here is uh, your relationship, Jim, uh, with the board president of Real Presence Radio, uh, Chuck Huber. Can you tell us about that? Well, the things I could tell about Chuck, I probably can't tell on the radio. (laughs) I made that clear on break, folks. (laughs) But there might be a good strain there you could share. No, I graduated from high school with Chuck. Uh, He was a Kintyre Emmons County native, you know, and Uh and, and he was a very astute person, an outstanding athlete, too. And, in fact, he went on to uh, uh, star at Dickinson State uh, University as one of the athletes on the wrestling team there. wrestling team, yeah. And, and in fact, I roomed with uh, Chuck uh, in the dorm, and we also rented an apartment off campus. So I know Chuck pretty well, and uh, I would speak very highly of him and his family, and a very capable man who has been... Very successful in business uh, in Bismarck in the real estate business. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're we're talking about three generations of uh, of uh, Catholic schools in your family, uh, and your grandchildren are now attending Catholic schools. Uh, back when we were working on the Trinity Mardi Gras, your your twins were two to five years old back then. We were just thinking about that. Uh, they were born old. in eighty four. So, so when you would... started, they were hardly two years old. Yeah. And so uh, uh, now, uh, fast forward, your two uh, boys, the, the twins, uh, are football coaches currently at Trinity High School. John, the head coach, and uh, 
uh, Jacob, the the assistant coach uh, in charge of the offense, I believe. So uh, you know the Catholic school contri- uh, tradition uh, continues big time, and that's got to be quite gratifying to Leo and and James. It definitely is, and just to make people understand that they're the only ones that live close to home that can take a part in these type of things. Mm -hmm. But um, all of our children are involved some way in different things that are involved with the church, you might say, and it's it's gratifying us to see where they've gone in their lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, your your children are uh, spread out over the nation. Do you still have international uh, flavor to your children? Yes, in the Ukraine. And is that Which Jessica? Is not, that's Carrie. 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 Yeah. Okay. But she was always our child who had wanderlust. She's the only student that ever graduated from Trinity High School that spent her senior year in a foreign country. Oh. And Steve Brannon was the superintendent at that time, and he had to have her check her own credentials from her senior year to make sure she qualified for graduation. Where was she in her senior year, Leona? Germany. The whole year? And then oh, she yes. came back and graduated. Yes. What a wonderful opportunity. But she actually, that day of graduation was not here because her school semester wasn't over with yet. Okay. An interesting segue onto that was at the point in time when she would have been presented her diploma, the person presenting the diplomas to the graduating class happened to be corporate board member Leona Oderman. Is that right? Yes. It was one of the few times that they allowed someone in that position to give out the diplomas. I think they were feeling sorry for me. That's fascinating. Yeah. She served the community very, very well in terms of the school here, serving on policies and practices. Policies and practices. Corporate board. And and I'm going to have a black and blue bark because she just kicked me. (laughs) I understand, Leona. I understand. (laughs) I have it every day. (laughs) Say, Mike, uh, is there a reason why you didn't offer us a donut? (laughs) Well, we're yes. getting off track here. Yeah, we, we, but I agree. Did I get it? That, I already that's got coming. That's coming, uh, folks. We're we're having a delightful uh, discussion here with uh, James and Leona Oderman. Uh, they live on a ranch north of Belfield, North Dakota. They've uh, carved out some time for us to be on Real Presence Live, and we're talking about Catholic schools, the Catholic the Catholic uh, tradition that has been in their family for many many years. And, you know, what, what do you think it is, uh, Jim and Leona, that uh, uh, generation after generation uh, in your family and other families continue to support and believe in our Catholic schools? Mike, you and I have had this discussion beginning back in the mid-1980s. And when our last child graduated from, well, I should say children, which would have been Jacob and John, they graduated at the same year in 1992, I realized that from my personal perspective, one of the greatest achievements that had taken place in my life was the fact that all eight of our children were able to graduate from Trinity High School. To me, that was quite an achievement, and and not that it was so great for me personally, but it provided a springboard for those children to be able to go forward and to face the challenges that are present in this world today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that is something that a lot of people that are involved in Trinity High School and in Catholic education feel about the importance of that within a family. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate that. You know, there's so much jargon now. I mean, there always has been, but education's filled with it. Trends. Every every it's like fashion. Every every year, there's some new buzzword that that schools, public or private, get a hold of. Um, and and I just like the, how fundamental preparation for life is. You know, preparation for life. That whether it is college, whether it is military, whether it is workforce. Uh, life, you know, graduates of Trinity will be prepared for life and and able to make that decision at eighteen. Um, so I appreciate that, Jim. I do. Mm-hmm. And you know, Jim, back you're getting us back in the mid '80s in the environment there, into the '90s. You, you know, you and I uh, worked together in some development uh, uh, projects together uh, for our Catholic schools. Uh, and now, what's happening is, uh, in terms of demographics. You know, there was a downturn in enrollment uh, through the years in the 80s and 90s. And now, praise be to God, we have, we're building uh, another school to house our preschool and elementary schools. You know, what a, what a gratifying uh, vision that is, uh, especially for you and Leona have worked very hard to keep this going. And that's got to be uh, quite gratifying and fills your heart with joy to hear such things. Leona and I happened to attend Mass on Tuesday morning at uh, uh, Trinity Elementary West. And it was really, really gratifying. You know, we walked in there and we went up about eight or ten pews. And we I was there looked, too. We looked at each yeah. other and we said, I think we're in the wrong spot. We're going to have to move further to the back of the church. <laughs> the grandma, grandpa and grandma pew. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's what ended up happening is we had been there in the past, but, you know, they filled up two-thirds of that church, which to me was a sign that mm. there is mm-hmm. more respect and interest in faith, faith-based uh, education. And it was really gratifying from my perspective to see that people are saying, hey, it's important that we have God in our lives and that, that we maintain a prayer situation that is positive for our kids and for our families. Yes, indeed. Uh, folks, uh, we're, we're coming to the end of our segment. Uh, we have to turn it back to Eli uh, at the uh, mothership in Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, Eli, take it away. Give us a preview of the next show. Hey, thanks, Mike. we got another great show coming up next week, Monday here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father Randall Hazel coming to you from St. Michael's Church in Pine Island, Minnesota. He'll visit with Father Chris Alar about how to show mercy in our everyday lives. Then at 9.30 Central, get your questions ready for Straight Talk with Father Randall Kazel. He'll be ready for you. Plus, Father James Burns, the president of St. Mary's University, will tell us how Catholic schools strengthen the Catholic identity of students. All this and so much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And just wanted to get in a quick plug, too. If you're down in the Rapid City area, of course, this Monday is the Men in Black basketball game. We'll have live coverage of that on the Rapid City station. Um, so if you're not in Rapid City, you can watch the game on uh, our Facebook and YouTube pages. Uh, also streaming on realpresenceradio.com. That'll be starting right around 6.45 Mountain Time. So that's the Men in Black game on Monday. And then, of course, Know Your Faith coming up next Wednesday. Uh, Live coverage starts at 11 a.m. Central here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And we'll carry that network-wide as well as streaming on Facebook and YouTube. Back to you. All right, Eli. Thank you. And thank you for keeping us on track throughout the show. Uh, Eli, I know it's a big job for for you. And so uh, we have a a minute and a half left, uh, James and Leona. Um, 
Any final thoughts uh, as we conclude the show? I think it's very rewarding for me as a mother and a grandmother, Nana, to see my grandchildren in school loving it, especially Mm -hmm. after COVID. I mean, that took a real uh, dedication to continue on the way the teachers, the administration, all those people did at that time. How do you beat that for a closing <laughs> yeah. comment? You know, yeah. the reality of it is it's all about family and how family relates to God in prayer. And that that's one of the cultures that I see being created in the Catholic school system. And that spills over into the daily lives of people, which spills over into the communities and makes our, us uh, uh, have a much better world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well... Very well said, James and Leona. Thank you very much for being with us today. God bless you, and uh, we will see you at the Mardi Gras, I'm sure. Looking forward to it and making sure that Father Craig there can eat all of the spaghetti that's being served up. I'll I'll eat and play and enjoy my weekend. And listeners, thank you again. Uh, This wraps up our Mardi Gras edition of Real Presence Radio Live. But stay tuned for more great programming on Real Presence Radio. Women of Grace with Jeanette Williams is next. Folks, Trinity High School Mardi Gras today, tomorrow, and Sunday, January 28th, 29th, and 30th, right here at Trinity High School. More information on our website. God bless you, and have a great weekend. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.